Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's the podcast with a long life and a short memory. Robbie Koblenz, guys of a certain age, alongside Art Shirley. And we don't have Jay Reed Grape with us. So he is on assignment learning about food thingies. Up Maybe he Oxford. can report on that for our next podcast. You know, although some people have talked about She Hulk and Rings of Power, Jay picked a bad time to be out. Well, Jay always picks a bad time That's to true. be out. That's you true. know, so did you like She Hulk? Yeah, I love She-Hulk. I thought it was great. What about the finale? I thought it was great. I loved it. I thought it was great. And by the time you know anybody hears this, uh, if you were interested in all, you would have seen it. So I think we can talk spoilers real quick. But I thought it was great. I was just really, um, it's very, it's very true to the comic. I've seen a lot of people complaining about this direction that Marvel is supposedly taking. You know, that gets them away from comic-based stuff. But obviously, they've never read. You know this particular character's comic. Sure, it, that's. I mean, that there was a. Uh, I think it was a John Byrne uh, issue, may have been somebody else, but where she tears through the comic page and you know, like as she did with the studio thing, where she's busting through the the Disney home screen. I thought that was great, and then the Kevin was classic. Kevin with the hat. Kevin with the hat. Yeah, yeah that's right. I it thought was. it was really good. So we'll we'll break down She Hulk hopefully next yeah. week if if Jay Hulk is here with Jay us. Jay Hulk. Jay Hulk. That's what. Have we're you start. finished Rings of Power yet? I did. Okay. I did. Liked yeah. it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, there's some things I've got a little bit of an issue with. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about that. Maybe we can just do a recap episode next time around. Okay. Um, of the both of those series. Yeah. Are probably good. Yeah. yeah. But they're quite good. And Andor is getting better and yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very um, I mean, it just the, the have you are you caught up on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This last episode was chock full of some surprises there. Oh, towards, just yeah, and just kind of gritty. Yeah, across the really, board. Yeah, yeah, very, very much of mature. I think we said instead of adult, but yeah, you know, a mature offering in terms of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. All right, let's jump into some geeks of the week. What you got? Or am I going first? You want me to go first? Hugo first. Yeah, uh, Hugo. My name is not Hugo, and I'm Hugo, not first. Hugo first. Hugo the first. Um, so I found a really cool website called Playphrase me okay and uh it it was in a newsletter i subscribed to and the whole idea is if you've got a phrase in your head and you don't know what movie it's from uh-huh. you type in the phrase it will show you the clip from the movie it was from ah, okay. play it for you so it's kind of cool it's one of those random trivia sort of things that's um, very cool yeah it's a it's a little buggy um the, you know uh, the website is the website okay. is so yeah. but uh like when i typed in leave the gun Take the cannoli came up with with the Godfather came up with um, you got mail yeah. and there there are a couple and then there are a couple of movies with the phrase leave the gun in yeah. so um, it, it's really fun I'm mm-hmm. just waiting till it gets copyright impended uh, removed <laughs> yeah. from because they're showing the actual clip right yeah they're yeah, showing okay. the app. but you know at that point it's kind of fair use because you're just pulling six to ten seconds yeah. you know and the other thing too is I mean. If you've got those movies for sale or for rent somewhere in a catalog, it just brings that much exposure. People go, "Oh, this is the movie I want to see the whole thing." Well, you know, in the in the the whole idea has kind of shifted from um, no, you can't use it without my permission to you yeah. can't make money off of it. Right. Yeah. And um, so YouTube, Vimeo, whatever will not allow you to monetize copyrighted pieces right. of of. Mm-hmm. Of visual media or, or audio media, yeah. um, you can't monetize it, but you can throw it up. Unless, mm-hmm. uh, I think Guns N' Roses 
will not allow you to put anything up. Yeah, of theirs. In fact, uh, I was watching, I forget, there was a YouTube channel. Uh, it's a musician who goes through and talks about like the uh, the 20 greatest guitar intros of rock you know, of, of all time. And uh-huh. so uh, sweet child of mine's on there, but the clip is gone now. Well, well, no, he, he said, um, you know, number, let's say it was number 12, number 12 is something that you would recognize, but I can't say the band's name or say the title because YouTube will ping this, oh, uh, wow. but you'll kind of recognize my version of it. And so he plays the intro, but off key oh, with a couple of mistakes yeah. in it. And you know exactly what it is. So there's some bands, some some creators who yeah. are a little bit more draconian than others. So. And I don't know that, I mean, I could see where they have the copyright to the to the music, to the song or whatever, but mentioning the name, that seems to be, you know, journalistic as opposed to, you know, editorial kind of stuff. Well, unless Guns N' Roses has, they probably trademarked, trademarked their name, yeah. but still, I mean, uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And so Geico has paid a lot of money to have Slash oh, yeah. get on with that. Uh, yeah, no kidding. With that. So, uh-huh. um, and I will have to mention this bizarre thing. Continuing, continuing, continuing to watch, easy for me to say, continuing to watch scooby-doo and guess who and axel rose was one of them yeah. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember that yeah pretty yeah. bizarre yeah yeah so mm-hmm. i wonder if there was copyright monetization problems yeah. with that no, i'm so. sure he signed up for it yeah yeah now nobody so. remembers his name so. well yeah so wh- one thing i discovered i was a mm-hmm. i was a big Queensryche fan in the uh-huh. late 80s early 90s and and jeff tate was the lead singer of Queensryche. The band fired him. Okay. All right. So around uh, 2004 uh-huh. or five, something like that. So as we're talking about copyright. And so Tate sued the band and the settlement turned out to that Tate had rights to Operation Mindcrime, if I understand this correctly, uh-huh. and which was their biggest selling album. Uh, it had Eyes of a Stranger and a yeah. few other things. Um, it was this amazing rock opera. But he has no rights to anything else from the Queensryche catalog. So his Twitter bio is the lead singer of Operation Mindcrime. Oh, so, my God. So it's always interesting to see how when bands break up and the copyright disperses. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, I find that kind of interesting that a band, that the band fired the singer who had a unique sound that was so... Identified uh, with the band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's kind of like when... Um, when John Fogarty, after CCR broke yeah. up, Clear, Creedence Clearwater Revival, which I'm sure our audiences know, mm-hmm. um, they Fogarty went solo, and whatever record label CCR had been on sued Fogarty for his solo album because it sounded Sound too much like like, like Creedence because yeah, it's the right. same vocalist. So, but anyway, all right, that's so, crazy. There Speaking you, of getting fired, oh, who got fired? Uh, I, now I had originally read that he le- he left. It's uh, Walter Hamada who was DC Films' head. He left Warner's Brothers amidst studio shakeups. I have also seen that he was asked to leave or fired. So it may be kind of a combination of those things. He left um, after he was asked, after he was shown the door. But um, he had been head of the of DC Films for a while, He, he was, after 15 years. He was kind of their almost pseudo-Kevin Feige. They, they're Kevin Feige wannabe, probably, is yeah. what they, it never really turned into that. He didn't have the hat. Uh, he did not have the hat, and he probably didn't have what was underneath the hat, apparently, which has given Kevin Feige this golden touch in terms of creating a comic book universe. Uh, I mean, he had a, a lot of successes. He certainly, you couldn't have been there 15 years without having some, some successes, but... Um, you know, the DC film world has never seemed to have the direction that Marvel has had, you know, from the beginning. 
um, with Iron Man. You know, from that point on, I think they had an idea what they would do based on uh, the amount of success they might achieve. And then when it was even more successful than they probably first imagined, that that direction and that vision changed with that success. But I do think they had a plan all along. I don't think DC Films has ever had a plan. No. And, you know, it, it's the difference between kind of a young, scrappy upstart in Marvel Studios yeah. with no money mm-hmm. versus DC was bankrolled by Warner Brothers. Yeah. And, and it know, also Time comes, Warner. to me, it comes down to somebody that knows and loves the comics, knows yeah. and loves the comics. I mean, coming from Marvel, you know, those people that were in charge of that uh, found people that, that loved the comics and could bring that vision, you know, to the screen. Speaking of of movies and Marvels and, and whatnot, uh, Black Panther, Black, Black Adam. Panther. Well, no, no, I'm sorry, no. Black Panther. Okay, I'm saying Black sorry, Panther. I'm jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead yeah, to the second right, segment. I have no vision. Yeah, <laughs> I need direction, and you need a hat. Uh-huh. Uh, Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. They we, we're seeing Namor the Submariner. Do you like the what you've seen so far of that character? Yeah, I know. There's been a lot of discussion on you know the way they've changed him, and he's Mayan now as opposed to Atlantean. Uh, there is a Mayan god that kind of fits the description of Namor that ties into that. Uh, a lot of people are, why are we changing? Why are we constantly changing uh, comics? But, you know, I'm, I was looking back as we talk about this, um, and, you know, that's been in the history of comic books from the beginning. Anybody that thinks, I mean, there's there's a bunch of people that grew up that only knew Jon Stewart as Green Lantern. Only knew Jon Stewart yeah. as Green Lantern. And probably for a lot of folks... Uh, justifiably so, he's the best Green Lantern. Yeah. A lot of folks that, that don't know Dick Grayson as anything other than Nightwing, you know, except for the the movies where he's, you know, continually portrayed uh, when he does show up or the animated series sometimes where he shows up. But even now that's replaced, uh, you know, he's no longer, he's, there, there have been other Robins that yeah. have been accepted and are really the Robins that people think of. Uh, you know, Tom, Todd Drake, Tim Drake. Drake. Tim Drake. Yeah. Todd. Uh, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Tim Drake. Yeah. yeah. Jason Todd, who nobody wanted to be Robin. Oh. Uh, but uh, Tim Drake, who I think for a lot of people is Robin. Yeah. You know, so um, we've seen these changes before. We've seen, you know, all types of, uh, of things that adapt. And a lot of times things will change based on the medium that they're in. Yeah. Uh, Superman didn't fly until radio. Kryptonite didn't exist until radio. So, you know, those things, those things change and they become welcome changes. And over the years, people think they've always been part of the comic book lore and they haven't been. Because the the medium is the message. Message. That's right. Yeah. So Um, what do you think? I went on kind of a, well, I mean, you know, it's, I, I I like the look, I like Uh the bringing him in, Mm um, you know, the wings on his feet where he's flying, but that's, you know, that's the comic book thing. It is. You know, it is one of those things where you go, how's this going to work? And I think it works okay. But, and have you, have you seen, I saw somebody comment, they liked the fact that instead of just flying, he looks like he's kind of jumping on places in yeah. space, a little bit like Miss Marvel does. Yeah. But the wings are doing that. So the wings will kind of stop, arrest his fall and then he'll step up and do something else. But anyway. yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean. The movie looks great. The movie looks really good. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be one of their top ones. And they, Probably, you know, we've, we've talked about Love and Thunder. We've talked about uh, Black Widow. We've talked about Eternals. And and and, uh, and so they're, I think they're in need of a of kind of a, a home run, you know. For one, those, those movies that I mentioned have been successful, I think. But there's a feeling that uh, Marvel doesn't quite have the same um, 
punch that it had maybe in the past. Their momentum has stalled. Yeah, momentum has stalled. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Did you see where Charlie Cox said that uh, the Matt Murdock in She-Hulk, spoiler if you haven't gotten that far, is the Netflix Matt Murdock's? Murdoch. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I saw that there was some discussion as to whether it was or not, but he's saying it is. He came out. It, there was an Entertainment okay. Weekly uh, interview. Said, "Yeah, it's the same character." I know he's pushing to have most of the cast, if not all the cast, brought back from the Netflix version. I would love to see Froggy. Yeah, Froggy. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, wasn't it Froggy or Foggy? It's Foggy. Yeah. Foggy. Froggy. It is. It's Foggy, isn't it? Yeah, it's Foggy. It's not because foggy. somebody on Geek Tyrant put Froggy, and I'm thinking, well, gosh, maybe I'm thinking it's wrong, but I think it's Foggy it Nelson. It is Foggy. I think yeah. it's Foggy Nelson. Froggy. Yeah, Froggy Nelson. Because uh, the guy who played him was great. So yeah. That, uh, yeah. I would love to see Jessica Jones back. Christian Ritter was great. That, he was he was talking about everybody from the whole Defenders things with the one possible exception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no Danny Michelle. Yeah, who shall yeah. not be named. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, yeah, bless his heart. So, yeah. all right, we're going to... But the oh, one no. I almost jumped on was, as we record this, Black Adam is coming out, uh, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It premieres today, even as we record. That's right. So, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit DC, I guess, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, and something that's kind of peculiar that uh, Warner Brothers has done on the marketing leading up to Black Adam and the whole culture that it just completely bust. Yeah. Up next. The Jailus episode continues as we talk about Black Adam and something that DC did that we found kind of peculiar. So, first of all, you're going to go see Black Adam in the theater, aren't you? Yeah, I'll probably go see it in the theater. I'd so, like to go see it this weekend. I'm, I've got plans, but I may I may try to go see it. If I don't see it this weekend, I'll probably see it next weekend in the theater. And then it, it's 45 days before it hits HBO Max? Yeah, that's right. So You're not planning to see it in the theater. Do you see DC movies in the theater? I was wondering about this. Only when you invite me. Okay. Well, you're invited to this and you've already said no. Yeah. That's the way (laughs) it goes. It's it's a closed loop. But but seriously, did you see Aquaman in the theater? I did not. Wonder Woman? Yes. Saw Wonder Woman in the theater. The first one, right? Yeah. Okay. Saw Justice League in the theater. Yeah. I think you and I went to see that. I thought we may have seen both Justice League and Wonder Woman. Yeah. I couldn't remember Aquaman. And of course... Wonder Woman 84, we all watched that on HBO. Yeah. Because it was, you know. On it, HBO Max. On HBO Max, that's right. Back yeah. when it's in its in its halcyon days. Yeah, that's right. You know. Um, so, I, Black Adam looks interesting. This yeah. is the character that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, has been pushing to play for years. For correct? a lot longer than I realized. I mean, they showed a picture of him and, you know, uh, it's been in production, I think, for, you know, well over... 10 years or been discussed for well over 10 years. So Black Adam is one of the the villains or anti-heroes from the yeah. Captain Marvel Shazam uh-huh. right. comic, right? Right, yes. And it predates, Black Adam predates DC, correct? Or the modern DC? Well, it, it was a Fawcett comic. So it was part of Captain Marvel, the DC now, but the originally the Fawcett uh, yeah. version. So uh, Did Farrah own that? Farrah Fawcett owned that, that's right. Yeah. That's, no, no, we're joking. <laughs> we're joking, yeah. <laughs> That's right. They said, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so um, Black Adam, the character himself, it's hard to it's hard to know because DC was around. I mean, it may pre it may uh, predate Superman, but I think I think they all were around the same time. So, uh, but Black Adam was supposedly the first person who was granted powers by the Wizard Shazam, and uh, then he turned evil, and and so he was banished and, and lost his powers and they later went to Billy Batson who became Captain Marvel. 
Now known as Shazam. Now known as Shazam because of yeah, trademark and copyright. Right. Because they let the trademark slip and <sighs> Marvel jumped right on it. Of course they did. Which makes sense. You have a Captain and, Marvel for Marvel Comics. And Brie Larson's internally grateful. That's right. So. That's right. But, um, so anyway, you've got this Black Adam character who keeps in the, he's, he's still retains somehow the powers of of Captain Marvel. See, I thought I thought it was the Scorpion King who Oh, who, yeah, that's right. You know, since that's it's right. all from Egyptian times, that's right? That's right. Well, it's it's funny because yeah, there's this is another he was an Egyptian uh, the uh, Black Adam was an Egyptian prince apparently or Egyptian uh slave Somebody. possibly. Somebody. Yeah, slave because I think he led a slave revolt in this movie we'll see. But uh yeah, and I'm not I mean other than that I'm not, you know, particularly familiar with the character other than just having having seen him before but um canically the uh, um shazam slash captain marvel and uh-huh. superman have been almost equal in power yes yeah you know, right through through uh-huh. the history of the comics yeah and, right. and so the thought would be that black adam having the same power set as captain marvel would be equal to Superman. Yeah. So one of the things that I found incredibly interesting is in some of the marketing materials for the movie, there is a text message thread between Black Adam and Superman yeah. that has popped up in some of the marketing. So right. Superman's in Black Adam in some some way, form or fashion, whether it's a post credit sequence or uh, during, cameo or something. Uh, yeah, like, during yeah. the movie, but it, it's it's Henry. Cavill. It's Cavill again. Uh-huh. I mean, so they have not recast, and that has led to the possibility of a Man of Steel yeah. 2. Correct. They're saying that's happening. The latest thing I read said the Man of, Tool, uh, Man of Steel 2 is happening. Man of 2 Steel. Man of 2 Steel. Yeah. That's right. So, but how do you feel about that spoiler being out in the wild officially that, hey, you've got, you've got Superman in Black Adam? You know, it seems like to me by the time, even if we see a movie when it opens, by the time we've seen it, we've heard, you know, some pretty well confirmed rumors of spoilers. I mean, of of, of something that's in credit scene, you know, yeah. specifically or somebody that's in there. Now, sometimes they turn out not to be true, whatever. Uh, I, I think that I think we're to the point now where they're realizing, hey, look. People are going to find this out one way or the other. It's only going to be a spoiler at best opening night. So you've got a movie, I think, that even though... It's got a horrible Rotten Tomato score. It's right got now. a horrible Rotten Tomato score. Like people, worse than Justice League. Yeah, people love The Rock. Are you, you know, if, if you love The Rock, you're going to go see it. You know, Dwayne Johnson. I think that they realize that because of the score, because of the unfamiliarity with the character, that even though The Rock is in it, it's probably not going to be enough to bring people to the theaters. So at this point the spoiler or leaking the spoiler officially leaking the spoiler becomes a way to get people into the theater because they want to see those people that want to see uh, Henry Cavill as Superman again. There's a lot of those folks uh, are going to show up, you know, they're going to go see it even if, because you know, you and I have been to a movie sometimes just to see whatever the end credit scene is, oh, yeah. you know, the yeah. movie may be great, but a lot of times we're just wanting to see what, sure. what they show. So I think that's the idea behind this. I, I, there may be a sense of desperation behind it because of the um, the Rotten Tomato score and the you know the critical reviews of it. Uh, I think it's probably going to be a fun movie. I've seen some reviews from fans that have said it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of action. It's not something that you're going to be lost in thought about you know days later. But uh, so maybe what do you think? Yeah, you know, I think it's a marketing ploy to get yeah. folks in to give that last little hope and maybe to gauge interest on a Man of Steel yeah. too. Uh-huh. Um, you know, at this point, 
we've talked about the mess that's the DC Extended Universe, uh-huh. and they've just they've got to do something. Now I'm curious to see Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate. Yeah, he's really the one I'm looking for. Hawkman yeah. and, and Doctor Fate are the two that I really want to go see because we've never seen this is the Justice Society of America that uh, Adam I think is pursued by at first, and I, I think probably ends up being teamed up with at some point. And that's a precursor to Justice League of America. Right, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, And Dr. Fate was a member of that. Hawkman was a member of that. The original Green Lantern was a member of that. Uh, with the red and green. With the red and green thing, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the Adam, the original Adam was in that, who was not, it was just a small guy, not somebody that was able to. Uh, I think they've got, in this one, they've got Adam Smasher as opposed to the Adam in there. Black Canary was in there. Wildcat may have been in, in mm. that. Um but in Dr. Manhattan, <laughs> Dr. Man. Oh wait, no, that's the other book. Oh, that's the other one. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but I'm, I think, um, I think Pierce Brosnan as a, as an older Dr. Fate is going to be really cool. Yeah. I think he's going to be really neat. And, and the Hawkman, what I've seen, uh, how they portraying him looks really good. That's a real hokey costume. Boy, that's possibly a difficult character to translate to. It really is. It TV hasn't been movie. done particularly well. Uh, in the past, although I will say that Legends of Tomorrow did a pretty decent job with it. Yeah. Um, and uh, and again, those movies, you know, lend themselves to spinoffs where you have a Hawkman, Hawk Girl movie, where you have a Doctor Fate movie. Um, so, how much do you insulate yourself against spoilers? Uh, I really, I, you know, I, I'm more likely to insulate myself against spoilers for TV shows than movies. And I don't know why that is, but I, well, my thought is the movie's already an event. I'm going to it. And so, you know, I'm I'm putting down my hard earned cash. I'm going to, you know, make the effort to go see it. And so sometimes I want to make sure the bang for the buck is there. Yeah. You know, so, um, if it's a cameo spoiler, it doesn't really bother me. If it's something that's really, you know, the, the story itself, that would bother me. Uh, you know, if I were to find out, before I saw, you know, uh, X-Men three, that Cyclops dies <laughs> yeah, in the, that would just ruin it for me. I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't take that at all. But, um, you know, yeah. I knew that Darth Vader was Luke's father beforehand. That would have been, you know, uh, really a, a big one. And that, that's probably the ultimate plot twist spoiler of all so. time. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got some that go back before, before you and I were even born. Well, actually, man, was I born when psycho came out? Maybe I was, but psycho, that twist is, is yeah. good. So, but yeah, I would say that's the one that you hear people reference. Six sense has one in there, you know, obviously, but, uh, until Shyamalan became known, known as, as that guy, you yeah. got to look for the twist. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's coming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that, what about you? Do you think, um, the spoilers, like I said, for TV, it seems to be more cause you'll, yeah, you'll wake up and, and it seems like as soon as, the day of the launch, people are telling you what happened in the story. Not just, oh, there was a nice little Easter egg here, but oh, here's what happened in the yeah. story. And that I don't like that. Yeah, I, I, so I'll tune I'll tune out on of social media days of especially when watching The Mandalorian or yeah. Andor, uh, She Hulk. She Hulk was a little bit less, maybe because it was going to be funny. You know, you weren't so, and also the story was not something that you know each episode was was self contained. It was an overarching story, but. So it didn't bother me quite as much. Yeah, I, I try to, um, if I know I'm not going to go see a movie, I don't mind getting spoilers. Yeah. You know, but if I know I'm going to experience it in the theater, I try to guard against. Yeah. And I usually watch the shows before you guys do. Yeah. And so I try really hard not to 
you know, give anything out in our text group uh-huh. um, or a group text. I guess it's a group text <laughs> it's, it's with a, a text group. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of immune at this mm. point. No, not immune. I'm, I'm sort of just kind of, eh, okay. Yeah. If I find out, I find out. Yeah. So, you but know. I'm real curious to see how Black Adam does. Uh, you know, I, I wonder, I mean, cause they're, I don't know if you've seen any of the stuff, Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson, the rock, you know, seems to be kind of the leading the charge to, you know, reinvigorate, uh, DC films and, uh, or DC EU. Yeah. And, uh, he was, he, he was the one that got Henry Cavill back in the suit. They've been trying to do that, um, for so six he years, was apparently he was the one who did it. Yeah, it was because of him that it, because he wanted to fight Superman. Yeah. Now you know I always feel bad for uh, Tyler. Um, who's the guy that plays uh, Shazam now, Captain? Marvel. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, um, Levi. Yeah. Levi Zachary. Chuck Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. Yeah. Levi yeah, Zachary. That's good. I, I could come up with anything. I, it. Was Levi comma Zachary? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Zachary Levi. Yeah. It's as, as you went through your Rolodex in your head. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. That's yeah. right. Oh yeah, I've got his number here. Uh, L's Levi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I feel bad for him because he Black Adam and Captain Marvel are supposed to be squaring off against each other, and it's like he's saying, "Well, I don't want to fight Captain Marvel, Shazam. He's I just a fight, kid. Yeah, I just I want to fight Superman. Yeah. So, but." The good part about it is that, yeah, maybe this will, will kind of reinvigorate DC. I just don't know that Black Adam is going to be good enough of a movie to really do it. It may be yet another disappointment. Yeah. But, you know, if, if, if DC was smart, they would kind of clean the slate. They would do Flashpoint, clean yeah. the slate, mm-hmm. and then jump into the the Batman, Robert Pattinson universe and build from there. Yeah, that's right. And give characters distinct personalities. Yeah. Don't do what... Snyder did by trying to make everybody Batman. Yeah, you know, take Man of Steel too, and make make it an arc. So he learned after killing Zod that that's not who he is, and then he becomes the Blue Boy Scout that he's always been. You know, in the comics, and so you lean into that, and then you've got the other side of the coin with you know Batman being the dark side of the thing, the Dark Knight. So Superman flies up into the stratosphere somewhere up in the upper reaches. Uh-huh. There's this big saturation knob, yeah. and he turns it. Yeah, and, that's right. And, yeah, and, the, and, just, and the color gets more vibrant. That's right. Like, yeah, that'd much be good. Better. That'd be good. Yeah. But I've heard that he's supposed to be like, he almost like he's the Nick Fury of all the upcoming things. Cavill will make some type of appearance in all the upcoming DC properties from now on. So well, are they going to drop him into Aquaman now? You know? I mean, yeah. he knows Aquaman. Why not? But yeah. you know, they're buds. They're pals. Yeah, they, they can go to Atlantis to a Starbucks. That's right. Grab something. So. He's going to come and uh, snap Murrah's neck so that they can get rid of Amber Heard. And oh, then, <laughs> and then they'll replace her. I'm sorry, that was that bad. That, that was, bad. was really bad. Not literally. No, but, no, but yeah, that's a that's a problem there. Yeah, that is a problem. They got. DC has some problems other than just their filmmaking. Well, I mean, you've yeah. got, you know, uh, Ezra Flash, Miller. Ezra Not, Miller, yeah. yeah. So I wonder, talking about this idea of marketing with leaked spoilers, if that's going to be a trend. And I, I think you're right. I think that's going to be something that they they do. You know, it, it, almost, you know, to be anti-Marvel, we're not worried about, you know, not speaking about this stuff. It's part of the movie. We'll let you know. Uh, but will the idea of casting a new flash be the spoiler that uh, is in flashpoint? We, we see 
you know, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller's flash disappear and either a, a Wally West based flash or maybe just another Barry Allen flash. I want a regeneration scene is what I want. I, I think that might be a way to go. I mean, you know, borrowing from Doctor Who and kind yeah. of doing something where all of a sudden he's speeding up, blurs out, and then he comes back and he's a different guy. And it's like, in, in his mind, he's always been yeah. the same guy, but everybody else is going, who's this guy? So I, I'm curious if Affleck's going to show up anywhere. And, you know, and that's the other part of it, too. They're saying that he's the official Batman for yeah. the DCEU. Well, and then I think you've got some, um, yeah, I mean, are we ever going to see the Batgirl or Batgirl? Yeah, I and, wonder now if, I don't think uh, canning the Batgirl movie was Walter Hamada's decision no. but I do wonder if they're looking at stuff will they go well maybe we should release this after I, st- I still got I still have to believe it's going to be released at some point yeah next tax year will yeah. be you mm-hmm. know when they're at a point where whoops I'm just kicking everything <laughs> Jay's usually the ghost there. of Jay yeah, <laughs> yeah Jay's usually there that's where to I block kick. the kick yeah yeah so it's going to be interesting so spoilers are among us mm-hmm. you know uh who does the best job of hiding spoilers I'd have to say it's still probably Marvel at oh this yeah point. yeah Star Wars is not bad. Star Wars is not bad. Uh, but it does feel like Marvel is is better at it. I mean, you know, as long as you don't have uh, Mark Ruffalo or uh, Tom Holland yeah, Tom involved. Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Either one of them. Yeah. Um, uh, also, uh, apparently The Rock wants to do a crossover. He wants to do a Marvel DC crossover how, movie at some point. How crazy would that be? That would be crazy. That would be just really cool. Yep. I'd like to see a DC, I mean, a, a Doctor Strange, Doctor Fate, you know, crossover. Boy, Cumberbatch would just, with his third eye, would just kick his butt. Yeah, well. Yeah. So. Pierce's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you realize Remington Steel is 40 years old? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's hard to believe. What a what a great show! Yeah, that was a good show. What a great show! So, but anyway, all right, we go from a great show to us. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have Jay next week. We'll talk. Uh, I'm hoping She Hulk and yeah. and uh, what else? Rings of Power. Yeah. Did he watch Rings of Power? He's watching Rings of Power. I think he was watching Rings of Power. Oh, if not we could have talked about Rings of Power. You know what? Uh, there is a website called Tea Time with Tolkien that is great. It's teatimewithtolkien.com or is it Tea with Tolkien? Maybe it's Tea with Tolkien. I'll find out next week. Yeah. It'll be my spoiler. And they and uh, the lady runs. Geeks of the week, yeah. That's your spoiler, yeah. My spoiler of the week. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. we'll talk a That's little bit about segment. that. Spoilers when, of the week. Spoilers of the week. When we get to uh, when we talk about Rings of Power, because she has a forty-page PDF guiding you through the Cimmerillion. Wow, it's great. Yeah, it's I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. before we talk. That'd yeah, be good. yeah. So we'll we'll hit Tolkien. We'll hit uh, She Hulk. Well, not literally, because She Hulk would kick it's her back. butt. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, all right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.